0: Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Be prepared to see the doors closed on the UPS trucks while they're on the road. UPS drivers are closer to staying cool. It's about to get less sweaty in those iconic brown trucks because apparently now UPS has reached a tentative deal with the union representing its drivers to include an AC in package delivery vehicles. Now, that starts January 1st, 2024. Air conditioning has been a major sticking point in negotiations between the company and the Teamsters representing 340,000 UPS workers. Union members are expected to authorize a strike if there's no final deal by the time their current contract expires on July 31st. I mean, that's... It's a pretty big deal. UPS estimates that uh, 6% of the U.S. gross domestic product gets transported in its trucks. I mean, they average, what, 24 million packages per day (laughs) last year. Uh, it uh, It seems like a lot. Uh, To me, it just seems like a lot. So it'll be the first time UPS will be required to equip the company's uh, package car vehicles. And they say in the story, recognizable. Yeah, you know what a UPS truck is, Uh, which make up about 95 percent of its delivery fleet. Those delivery, those package trucks with air conditioning. First time ever with air conditioning. So it said that it would send the new vehicles to the hottest parts of the U.S. first when possible Under the agreement, UPS will ensure all current package cars have a cab fan within the next 30 days of the new contract being ratified. And the company will also install heat shields, which reduce truck floor temperatures and air induction systems to increase airflow in the cargo areas. So got that going for us just be ready it'll be weird seeing the ups trucks on the road with the doors closed they're supposed to be open to let that air in jeff that's the problem oh okay i get it now welcome welcome to chewing the fat (laughs) Beware, the recent recall on products containing frozen organic strawberries sold at Costco has now expanded to additional SKUs sold at Walmart and H-E-B stores across the U.S. I actually am going to have to check on this. Uh, the response is an ongoing U.S. Food and Drug Administration investigation after Wawana Frozen Foods, Incorporated announced a voluntary recall earlier this week. Boy, I bet you it's out of an abundance of caution, too, as we get into this story. Uh, the Willamette Valley Fruit Company has initiated its own voluntary recall of select packages of frozen fruit, That contains strawberries. Oh, so the additional recalled products extend to Walmart's Great Value Slay Strawberries, Great Value Mixed Fruit, Great Value Antioxidant Blend, which were distributed to select stores across 32 states from January 24th, 2023 through June 8th. Wow, I mean, this whole year. I will have to check on this. I actually do have some of these frozen products in my freezer. (laughs) Uh, I'm a fan of the frozen fruit and the frozen strawberries uh, for smoothies and for just to set them out and make them unfrozen and eat them that way. Best in smoothies though The initial recall included the Wawona products From Costco in five states But nope We are spreading out baby So the new recall on Radar Farms Organic Berry Trio products Were distributed to HEB stores Wow Throughout this whole year Amazing And yes I was correct Wawona frozen foods So is it Wawana or Wawana? W-A-W-O-N-A said the recall was issued out of an abundance of caution. Aren't they all? And uh, that there was no reported illnesses at this time. So everything is okay. It is most definitely just out of an abundance of caution. Now, apparently, a lot of these products... Are have been taken off the shelves but if you have them in your freezer you can either throw them away or you can take them back and get your money back which i personally would recommend don't just throw it away that's just a waste of money go get your money back maybe that's just me so i see a new poll a new gallup poll found that employees worldwide are stressed and fighting with their bosses The survey found that 59% of workers are not engaged and instead quiet quitting, which is a term I love. Uh, The survey also found that 44% of workers suffer from a lot of stress and they want employers to uh, engage with their employees and recognize their contributions. Huh, okay. Uh, Good job, Billy. Good job. And I, I, you know, I get it. It means a lot. But the quiet quitting term drives me insane because that just means you're doing your job. It means you're not doing anything extra. You're just doing your job. Uh, I, apparently, if you're quiet quitting, that uh, is not to be confused with people doing the bare minimum at work or leaving a company. Quiet quitters are still doing their job, but setting boundaries you know i thought that was a job i thought that was just a job if you are employed somewhere and you consider it just a job where you come in and you do what you're supposed to do and you leave all right you punch in and you punch out uh that is called a job all right so i don't know why they call that quiet quitting but i guess we're expected to do extra now 24/7 we're supposed to be online promoting our companies doing everything. I, I just really really weird and I, I know that you know they talk about uh, the lines between work and home life have been blurred. well that was because everybody was working from home. and so I know that uh, you know some of those lines definitely got blurred uh, hardcore during the pandemic. but if you're you know if you're at the place of employment and you want to hey I'm off now, okay that's good that's your job i just find it strange that it's it's called quiet quitting and again i know i know i know i know you don't have to look at me like that i know it's just me i got it so we are now coming after the weapons expert on the set of rust the armorer apparently i know she had a history of reckless conduct and witnesses a According to the prosecutors will testify that she was smoking marijuana and drinking on set in the evenings. How dare her? Why wasn't she just a quiet quitter on the set? Oh, wait, that's not how it works on a set. Oh, okay. (laughs) So she was the weapons expert on the set of Rust. She was likely hungover when she put a live bullet into the gun that later killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins from, uh, you know, from that gun that Alec Baldwin did or did not pull the trigger on. So they said in their filing that witnesses are going to testify. She was drinking heavily, smoking marijuana um, during, the, you know, during the shooting at night. And that's when they believe that she you know, inserted the live bullet into the gun and she didn't know what she was doing at that point, right? And so we'll see. Because the the her people, uh, Gutierrez-Reed's people, um, have filed a motion to dismiss the involuntary manslaughter charge. And, you know, somebody's got to go down for this, right? And so it's going to be her. <laughs> it is going to be her. They've already let dear old Alec off the hook. So somebody's going to have to go down with for it. And it is her Uh, and and if she had a history of reckless conduct then that history definitely resulted in the loss of human life and very sad very very sad and according to the experts you know all she needed to do was shake every bullet and make sure it rattled before putting it in the gun and you know she failed to do that or she did it and she wasn't paying attention because she was hung over and uh still high from smoking marijuana so we'll see uh but someone has to go down for this and it isn't gonna be alec baldwin he's already having hip surgeries and he's home he's shaving he's good to go in fact the rest of the film has already been shot Ooh, bad choice of words uh has already been filmed and so, I mean, thankfully, no one else was harmed in the making of the movie. But it's already done. It's in the can. So, someone, according to the prosecutors, is going to have to pay for the shooting of Helena Hutchins. And it, uh, it's going to be Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, as far as they're concerned. Was she still high, still drunk, taking care of the bullets on the set? It's possible. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. But for sure, uh, it is interesting to me that uh, we've already wiped our hands of dear old Alec. But it ain't over yet. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. (laughs) Desperately. Well, just some Activision news. Uh, I see where Diablo 4 has now scored more than 666. Is that a surprise that it's 666? $666 million in global sales in just five days. Wow. Activision Blizzard revealed that news uh, about the game becoming the fastest selling ever for its Blizzard subsidiary. One day after a judge uh, blocked microsoft's planned purchase of the company i don't know why that uh, means anything to the purchase or the block purchase but it certainly is good news for diablo 4 and i'll see twitter being sued again Uh, music publishers by music publishers over alleged copyright infringement. Twitter is the only major social media platform without a music licensing deal. Wow. So 17 music publishers sued the social media company after its alleged copyright infringement of over 1,500 songs. The publishers, which represent artists like Ariana and Uh, Taylor Swift claimed that uh, Twitter handsomely profited by allowing its users to post unlicensed music. Uh, Okay, now the group of publishers is seeking more than $250 million in damages. Uh, Good luck with that. Good luck with that. So, because Twitter allowed people to post some songs and I'd like to know how long of a post that couldn't have been the whole song. Maybe it was, um, that they handsomely profited. Um, I thought Elon was losing money on that thing. So it must've been, it must've happened before Elon took over, right? They're just coming after him now. That's probably the case yeah some of the complaints uh, go back to 2019 2018 2021 they have uh they've been after them for a while now uh the publisher stressed that twitter failed to implement a policy to terminate repeat infringers they've had people you know they're repeat offenders okay i'm sorry infringers Uh, under the digital millennium copyright act twitter can limit its liability over infringements by its users only if it took reasonable steps that provide for the termination of accounts held by repeat offenders so i'm sure that uh, twitter can make a case that they have done that we shall see it is it is it is interesting though that uh, twitter has refused to secure music licensing rights uh because all the other platforms have which is why universal sony and warner along with you know other publishers all are uh, hopping on the bandwagon for the lawsuit of at least 250 million dollars and uh roughly infringements on 17 i said 1500 before i think roughly 1700 works <laughs> uh so there's been uh hundreds of thousands of takedown notices <laughs> uh, you know should you get paid for your music absolutely you should get paid for your music 100 percent should uh billy and i don't want to get into that fight yes if you're a musician, you should get paid for your music. I believe in that. I'll just leave it at that. And speaking of Twitter, I see where uh, Linda Yacarino, the new CEO, uh, sent her first memo to the staff this week with the subject line, Building Twitter 2.0 Together. <laughs> Just bringing everyone together. Good for her and good for them. Oh, and by the way, you're going to go ahead and get sued for $250 million, too. Uh, well, your first week in office. But go ahead, have fun. <laughs> Take care. You tell us how you're going to bring that 2.0. I'm sorry, um, building Twitter 2.0 together. You can always follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio you can email the show chewing the fat at com. that's available to you all the time and you can order a cameo from me at jeffyjfr that's not free but uh you just order a cameo at jeffyjfr i'll be happy sad glad mad mean and uh you know it'll come through for you just like cameo does and then you uh, you can follow me on my youtube channel chewing the fat with jeff fisher uh, i also i got a, uh, a reply as i that they needed more videos from me on my youtube channel i know i'm trying okay i'm trying it's been uh it's been a busy time in my life and i apologize i will get to it i'll create more content i realize that's what i'm here for i got it okay it's been especially this week i'm doing filling in for Glenn back on his radio program along with this show along with doing my usual Pat Gray appearances my gosh I give and I give and I give and I give but I'll continue to give so just know that uh, Linda's sent out that new email which I'm sure went I'm sorry the memo it was just an email building Twitter 2.0 together yeah I'm looking forward to working with with all of you and we need to build this together i'm gonna end up uh, pretending like i'm the boss and elon's actually the one in charge but hey i'm the boss that'd be a good boss job to have too. it's a good gig Uh, also congratulations to uh, supercuber max park from california he has set a new world record he's in the guinness book of world records good for him Uh, You may know Max, he's 21 now. He's won over 400 events. He was featured in the 2020 Netflix film, The Speed Cubers. He made several attempts to break the record at this uh, cubing event in Long Beach, California. Disappointed I wasn't there. The previous record was set in 2018 by China's Yusheng Du. And his record was 3.47 seconds doing the old rubik's cube 3.47 seconds (laughs) and i really don't i don't know the exact rules but you know they have the cube set up at the table with the timer and you're able to look at the cube that you're trying to uh, make right and you set it down and then you go as soon as you pick it up the clock starts and 3.4 seconds was the record since 2018. That is not the record any longer. Uh, Max Park now holds the record at three point one three seconds. <laughs> incredible, just incredible. So you sit it down. You set it down on the on the pad, and you, you can pick it up and look at it and and. Uh, see okay we're good to go set it back down on the pad which i'm assuming is the timer because i have not seen the speed cubers it does this actually does make me want to go back and watch the speed cubers on netflix so i will okay i will and um so i'm sure that when it sets down on that pad that sets the timer so that as soon as you pick it up that's when the clock starts and he resets that rubik's cube in 3.13 seconds just incredible. America's back, baby. Forget that Chinaman, Yuxing Du. We've got Max Park, baby. And speaking of being back, uh, Chris Hemsworth is back. And this time, he's more pissed than ever. Extraction 2 uh, starts on uh, begins on Netflix on the 16th of June. If you're listening live today, today is the 15th of June, 2023. So Extraction 2... With Chris Hemsworth being more pissed than ever. Uh, He will be uh, back uh, starting tomorrow uh, on, uh, on Netflix. So that'll be fun. It'll give you something new to watch this weekend. Yes, it will be fun. I mean the first one was a fun ride too Right I mean that's the first time uh, That was a couple of years ago It was during the pandemic It was huge at the time I don't remember the numbers But at the time it was This huge thing on Netflix You know the uh, the fearless black market mercenary And uh, he's going to embark On the most deadly extraction of his career Until the new one on Extraction 2 Then it'll be even more deadly Than the first time Tyler Rake so it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. So, who died today? Who died today? Robert Gottlieb, G O T T L I E B. Who is Robert Gottlieb? Well, he's a celebrated literary editor and uh, he's dead at the age of 92 of natural causes or so they say he uh is uh, (laughs) he was considered the electic the eclectic yeah that's eclectic i gotta say the word right eclectic he was considered the eclectic literary editor whose brilliant career was launched with Joseph Heller's Catch 22 and continued on for decades uh, with all kinds of Pulitzer Prize winning classics and he's he was just a weird dude. Uh he kept uh he kept plastic handbags. They made a big deal about him uh uh collecting plastic handbags that filled the shelves above above his bed. Okay. All right. I mean that's fine. Uh, if that's your thing that's your thing you can quote me on that if that's your thing that's your thing i got it so uh he he edited all these books and he was you know known for it and he was great at it he was born in manhattan i love the story of him uh being a, he said he he said he was a lifelong bookworm who recalled taking out up to four novels a day from his local public library as a teenager, he would visit the library at Columbia University looking up old copies of Publishers Weekly and uh, studying the bestseller lists. Yeah, uh, just, a, just a strange cat. Uh, Robert Gotland, dead at the age of 92. So Tori Bowie, the track star who was found dead uh, last month, she was eight months pregnant and in labor at the time of her death i mean incredible uh they released the autopsy of her death and she died from childbirth possible childbirth complications wow uh she found that it had suffered from complications of eclampsia uh high blood pressure disorder that's what that is and had difficulty breathing before her death According to this, pregnant black women face a higher risk of preeclampsia and eclampsia. They also have the highest maternal death rate in the U.S. And uh, her death is now, you know, firing up everybody to talk about how black women are disproportionately impacted when it comes to maternal health care. Um, Okay. Sure. If you say so, sure if if that's the world that we're living in sure Uh, you know what i I guess that is the world we're living in because that's what we're in (laughs) so sure yes i know that's the world we live in. Like, for example, I see a CNN story about the congressional baseball game, and congratulations to the Republicans who defeated the Democrats sixteen to six, crushed the Democrats for the team's third consecutive victory. Uh, however, uh, this game has been played I don't know one hundred and fourteen years or whatever, and uh, the CNN headline is that Texas Representative Jasmine Crockett broke new ground because she's the first first black woman democrat to play in the congressional baseball game yay except uh it's funny how they put first black woman democrat wonder what that means oh i know that uh mia love was the first uh Black woman uh, to play in the baseball game. Oh, yeah, that's right. She was a Republican. Oh, gosh darn it. That's right. That's why we had to say Democrat, the first black Democrat. So it was a Republican that uh, the Republicans had the first black female playing in the baseball game. But that's not important. Uh, What's important is that uh, the Democrats had one. Okay, all right, we got you. Anyway, congratulations to the Republicans for crushing the Democrats 16-6. to Speaking of baseball, I see where uh, Nevada has uh, okayed the baseball park, the baseball stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada, moving the way for the Oakland A's to get out of Oakland. Uh, The state is going to give... (laughs) Uh, The state's going to hand over $380 million of taxpayer funds toward the new ballpark in uh, Las Vegas. So um, once they do that, then the team is going to pay the rest and that's supposed to be like $1.5 billion for the new stadium. And plus the team is supposed to take over any of the overage costs or anything like that. So uh, Nevada is only putting in $380 million. That's it, though. <laughs> I mean, that's nice of them. And, you know, I know. I, I The taxpayers shouldn't be funding any stadiums. I know. I know. I know. But uh, they, they do. And we do and that's just the way it has been for quite some time now according to the deal uh the a's are going to guarantee an annual value of two million dollars in community benefits okay so that's kind of cool if they don't i don't know what happens to them i don't know what kind of uh hand slapping goes on uh they still have to the major league uh Commission, the owners committee still has to uh, still has to okay it. And uh, they're going to uh, they're going to waive a relocation fee and we'll see what happens. I mean, they're going to start playing baseball with the new stadium in 2026, I think, is when they're hoping for. They've proposed the 30,000 seat ballpark with a view of the Las Vegas Strip. Uh, it's on the site of the old Tropicana Hotel. Okay, uh, the hotel is going to be demolished, and um, the people who own the site are going to give the A's the land free. Uh, okay, something has got to. Somebody's got to be getting something for that, right? <laughs> uh, you can quote me on that too. Somebody's got to be getting something for that, right? Uh, Right. So they're going to build. It's going to have a retractable roof. It looks beautiful. Um, No doubt about it. It looks beautiful. Amazing that they are going to have a new stadium with a retractable roof. Major League Baseball is letting them build a new stadium with a retractable roof. And yet... We have those dingleberries in Buffalo, Buffalo, New York, building a brand new stadium for their NFL team, and it's not going to have a roof. It is probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard of, and I cannot believe that the NFL allows it to happen. I just can't. Uh, the NFL is not running things. They are a non-profit organization, and the teams are separate entities. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so donald trump you know pled not guilty to all i don't know 37 800 million counts against him whatever whatever it ended up being and uh you know he will work it out and it'll be on and on and on. And i see his do boy um is going to be arraigned on the at the end of this month uh walt nada and that's his valet and his do boy and the judge told them uh, yeah you guys just don't talk about the case while you're together okay Walt, you go ahead and shine his shoes and get his Diet Coke and lay his suit out and uh, make sure everything is fine, but don't talk to him about the case, okay? So we have to believe that that is actually happening. But, you know, I was talking about uh, Trump becoming president and then you know <laughs> i joked about him being in a jail cell uh running the presidency right well then i was reminded that uh, the resolute desk is uh you know pretty good size so along with the size of a jail cell that's a tight squeeze could be done though it could be done i don't know if they'd let him extend uh one of the sides out to make the jail cell a little bit larger i don't know i don't know but uh, i mean the whole point of coming after him like they have and continue to do is so that he doesn't run for president and he continues to run for president and become stronger so we'll see if he actually gets in office but could he become president while in jail and yes he could especially with these charges because these charges are not treason so um And I was wondering, well, gee, I wonder if anyone has ever run for president while in prison. Well, ding, 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 ding. Yes, it has been done before. Eugene V. Debs... Was in an Atlanta penitentiary Serving a 10 year sentence When he lost the 1920 presidential election I know what you're thinking Oh, that's a surprise He lost while he was in jail Yes I'm sorry prison But uh, a couple of years before He ran for president in 1920 He was a labor leader And had spoken out Against America's involvement In World War I <laughs> uh he was convicted of violating the espionage act of 1917 wow which i'm told uh some of this law they wrote because of him uh, i heard that i don't know that to actually be true uh he was convicted of, of violating the espionage act after uh, and the espionage act was of 1917 uh or 19 yeah 1917 so it was about the time that it would have had to have been written to shut him up uh the prosecution argued that this anti-war speech obstructed military enrollment Tough. tough but uh unbelievable okay unbelievable Uh, So uh, the 1920 loss didn't come as a surprise to Debs, who had run four times before. His fifth and final run promoted a campaign button that read for president, convict number nine, (laughs) six, five, three. That is awesome for president convict number nine six five three brought him nearly one million votes which is i mean in 1920 a million votes wow i mean that's that's a lot so in 1921 uh president harding uh commuted his sentence so it has been done before one has run for the presidency from a penitentiary and it was Eugene V. Debs that is awesome for president convict number 9653 boy it'd be cool to have one of those buttons wouldn't it another man looking to go to jail is the man who got out of his vehicle to yell at and chase a bear <laughs> at Yellowstone National Park wow uh we've heard about the animals chasing people now we're gonna have people chasing animals okay so it says here that he got out of the vehicle to yell and chase the bear in or close to national uh, the yellowstone national park so if he wasn't in the park then is that an issue is he you're not supposed to chase i mean like who's chasing a bear dumb but i don't think i think you can if you're in the park you're probably not supposed to he could face, according to this, six months in jail, $5,000 fine. So according to the National Park spokesman, Morgan Worthen, uh he said, or I should know that, I don't know if it's a, no, it's not a he, it's a woman. <laughs> Sorry, Morgan, I apologize. I know you're the National Park spokeswoman, should actually be just spokesperson, but Morgan warthen Uh, we are aware of this egregious incident and it is under investigation we are not confident that the incident occurred in National in Yellowstone National Park yeah Uh, no kidding so apparently the video of the man uh, posted uh, the owner of the site admitting uh, that uh, they were unable to verify the exact location shared by Cowboy State Daily love that youtubers obviously were uh you know against uh, this guy chasing the bear but i wish that guy would have just that bear would have turned around and ate him yeah okay and uh and they want him you know locked up and going to jail for chasing a bear okay um, i mean it's dumb and it's stupid but if you go to prison for chasing a bear i don't know i, I mean i kind of just hope that the bear would turn around and kick the guy's ass i don't want him to die i just want the bear to kick the guy's ass and say leave me alone so it's yeah, just a helpful hint if you're going to go to yellowstone or go to a national park or anywhere actually and you see a bear eh, maybe you don't get out of the car and chase it yeah i know maybe you just don't do that but anything for youtube clicks anything for instagram clicks anything for tiktok clicks anything for right that's what we're doing it for so as long as you're gonna go viral go ahead and do it you know now that i'm talking about animals did we ever did we ever find out the name of the stupid uh (laughs) uh camel at the milwaukee zoo and we were supposed to name it right i even voted on it I forget who I voted for, but uh, they had the three names right. The uh, Padma, uh, neoma and Lilani were the three names that you could vote on, and I don't think I ever got the winner. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, here we go with over four thousand votes, of which I was one. I don't recall which one I voted for, so we'll just say that I voted for the winning name. Fifty um, percent of the votes. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, One with Lilani, and it meant Heavenly Flower. I think that's, I think I actually did think that was going to (laughs) win. You go back and listen to the show, whatever the heck it was. But I feel like I I felt like Heavenly Flower would win. (laughs) Congratulations to Lilani, though. Uh, The uh, Bacterian, is it Bacterian or Bactrian? Bactrian camel, yeah, right? B A C T R I A N camel bactrian camel uh now has a name good for the camel may as well just stick on animals i see where the uh missing four foot long lizard who apparently runs like a t-rex uh they're being hindered the uh the sites to find uh, the places to find it are being hindered because people are sending in hoax sightings of the lizard (laughs) That's funny. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's funny. So the lizard went missing the first of this month. Oh man, he's been out missing for quite some time. I mean you'd think he'd be easy to spot if he runs like a T Rex, right? You'd think that would happen. But no. And I love the idea that we've now started uh we've now started with uh yeah, I've got a sighting of Tigo the lizard. Uh he's over here and he's not. So people are pissed. (laughs) Uh, The volunteers are pissed. And it's disgusting. Okay. (laughs) There is a 500 euro reward. uh, Since this is in England. In uh, Cumbria. uh, Has been offered for Echo's return. So if you see. If you're in uh, the UK. uh, In the greater Cumbria area. And you uh, have seen Echo. uh, Make sure you report it for sure okay please uh report it and don't report it for whatever you do do not report a hoax sighting okay uh those hoax sightings are toxic just toxic and i won't have it okay it's disgusting volunteers these false reports have prompted volunteers to search areas several miles away and it just isn't right how do they know it's several miles away if they don't know where it's at Uh, I'm just saying I'm just saying like so I get being mad that you know you're being drug all over greater Cumbria and and nobody wants to do that but is it Cumbria or Cumbria whatever it's in the UK it's up there by Scotland I can show you where it is anyway um, in, in the greater area if if you don't know where it is uh, why do you how do you think that it's you're being drunk several miles away if the thing runs like a t-rex it could be miles and miles away it's been days now that it's been missing <laughs> so i mean i get being pissed that you're being you know drug all over the area looking for uh tigo tigo T-E-G-U lizard, Tigo lizard, but, oh, it's echo, I'm sorry. It is echo, the type of lizard is the Tigo lizard, duh. All right, I'm I'm all combobulated here because I want to call in a hoax sighting. (laughs) I feel like I should do that for the show, is just call uh, the Pet Encounter Cumbria and say, hey, uh, I live here in the U.S., And I just saw Echo, the Tego Lizard, and I was just ran by my place of business. It ran by, it looked just like a T-Rex, and I think you should send somebody out to get it. You think they'd buy it? I mean, they'd almost have to, right, for the sake of the safety of the animal, just in case it's true.